So I took the biggest dump of my life on Saturday. Yep. Last week you compared Michigan beating Ohio State to taking a huge dump that's been held in forever. Ten years of constipation. Yeah, ten years of constipation relieved instantly, and I've got to say, well, not instantly, over the course of three and a half hours, whatever. Yeah. I got to say, it felt really, really good. I'm uh, I'm coming out of my cage, and I've been doing just fine, Zach. <laughs> not just because Michigan won the game, but because of how they won the game, because of how it felt. This didn't seem anything at all like a fluke. I'm not saying Michigan's going to dominate the next decade or anything. Yeah. This just wasn't like 2011 when Ohio State finished 6-7 and seven with Luke Fickle, and then Michigan still barely won yeah. on a, I already admitted, it was a controversial interception, whatever. Michigan dropped back to pass, guess how many times in the second half? In the second half? Yeah. Five? Four. Oof. Michigan passed four times in the second half, and Hassan Haskins ran for four second-half touchdowns. Ohio State knew what was coming. They crashed the box, and it didn't matter. They did nothing to fix it. Zero tackles for loss all game. Literally not even a run for no game. Yeah. Ohio State had 18 third downs to Michigan's eight, four fourth downs to Michigan's one. So C.J. Stroud threw for 394 yards, but this was also his third worst yards per attempt all season with only two touchdowns. One of those touchdowns was one of the crazy NFL level catch from Garrett Wilson. Just insane in the corner of the end you zone. Can't, you can't take that away from CJ. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying like that was an amazing catch. Uh, one was inches away from getting batted down by Hutchinson. Like I was oh, just yeah. pissed he didn't just turn and run and tackle Travion Henderson, but it's easy I, for me to say because it didn't work yeah. when he jumped. That play was incredible. This, it Travion was a perfect Henderson call. Did, and Trayvon Henderson to keep his balance on that. As he was catching it, I was like, oh, he's going to catch it and fall. And then he caught his balance and then just yeah. guarded to the and end zone. That was one of the fourth downs. Yeah. Uh, there were a few other elite-level catches by Smith and Jigba and the other receivers that honestly, in a way, I know that you disagree, kept Ohio State in the game. I mean, So that, that might be a little strong. But take a step back and think about all those third and longs, fourth downs. There were a couple fourth and long plays where a receiver made a crazy grab or Stroud scrambled and then caught a guy open. Yeah. I mean, um, I'd argue what kept them out of the game, what kept them from winning the game and being closer, is all the stupid self-inflicted mistakes. Uh, there, were, a there were a lot of false starts that hurt him. A lot of offsides there was, even. There too. was a lot of holding, but I think part of that was Aiden how Hutchinson many, how being How many there. fumbled snaps and fumbled hands off? Four, yeah. Four fumbles, I think, in the game. No, I mean, the, the opening kickoff. Alone, when Julian Fleming oh, dropped was wild. The, get the ball at the four-yard line to start yeah. the game, that was just perfect. Um, so I'm not trying to be a troll or speak anything negatively about Stroud or anything, yeah. um, but like, or obviously those receivers, but just to further emphasize the point that this was no 2011 game. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think the biggest like compliment to Michigan and how dominant of a game it was is they could have had me at quarterback and they would have won. Yeah. I mean – 19 passes but that goes to the dominance of the offensive line so no tackles for loss and they ran the ball so much uh travion henderson ran for 74 yards on 17 carries but if you take away his one long run of 28 he averaged 2.8 yards per carry on the other 16. i mean i just i I just take away that long carry why take it away no i mean 74 on 17 is like yeah okay yeah yeah, i agree 
I just mean, so there's one one run, he got away. The rest of them, 2.8 is pretty bad. Yeah. Mayan Williams ran seven times at 2.9 yards per carry for 20 yards. Take away his long, Zach. <laughs> Sample size is tiny. It's also yeah. bad. It's like they were swimming through sick lullabies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Michigan had six guys with carries. The lowest yards per carry was six. That was Hassan Haskins, who ran 28 times, 169 yards, five touchdowns, with a long of just 27. Yeah. So you take away a 27, he's still fine. Uh, it was just consistently there on the ground for Michigan, again, despite Ohio State knowing, having to know, that the run was coming. On Hassan Haskins' fifth touchdown late in the fourth, Ohio State linebackers let him score, but it was, a, I don't remember if it was his third or fourth or even second, I don't remember. An earlier touchdown, yeah. it looked the same. Yeah. He gets into the hole, and the linebackers don't want to deal with it. They were just done with it. It reminded me of the interview with Marshawn Lynch where he says, if you just run through somebody's face, a lot of people won't be able to take that over and over yeah. and over and over and over. I won't, I won't keep doing it. <laughs> but he says over and over like 25 times, like one time for each Hassan Haskins number because he's 25. Uh, again, <laughs> they knew it was coming, especially in the second half, and they just couldn't stop it, yeah. which is how Haskins can run that well, that consistently. They didn't want it. They just couldn't look. It was killing them is Michigan was taking control. This is a real question. I'm not, okay, I'm not okay, trolling. Yeah. This is a real question. Does Ohio State fire their new defensive coordinator or demote him back to his old spot? I mean, I mean, I think, I mean, I say in my notes that the defensive side of the ball, there needs to be changes. Like, somebody needs to be fired. Somebody needs to be hired. Who exactly? I don't know. I'm not the guy on the sideline. I'm not Ryan Day. I'm behind the camera. Yeah. Behind the microphone talking about it but I don't someone if there's someone on that staff exactly to blame maybe Barnes I don't know I, I do think he did it looked like he had done a well a good job like reinforcing that defense but it's you're changing the defense over the course of the season and it's a tough t- thing to do so yeah I don't know if you demote him or if we bring in more guys I just think the linebackers weren't great at weren't there was not never a point in the season where I thought they were great Mm-hmm. I think was a huge issue. But they also are very inexperienced. Not a single one of them had started for Ohio State coming into the season. Yeah. But w- so we've got to talk for at least a minute about Aiden Hutchinson. So he had three sacks to break the Michigan single-season record. There's that clip. I don't know if you saw it. I probably shared it because I blew your phone <laughs> up uh, for the last few days. But there's that clip late in the game where Aiden Hutchinson is standing up yelling at the left tackle just obviously he's talking trash saying i'm coming whatever uh right before the snap and then he runs him over like the lineman went airborne ended up on his butt i think it may have been the second to last ohio state offensive play uh stroud still got the ball away but gosh man after the game hutchinson said they were disrespecting us stepping on our jerseys saying they were going to hang a hundred about hang a hundred on us a lot of talking about it. We were under, about it today. What stepping on our jerseys, man? They took a J.J. McCarthy jersey and threw it on the ground and were, like, wiping their feet on it. Oh, when was this? Like the day before the game, maybe a couple days. Why don't I see it? I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Uh, but he said a lot of talking about it. We were about it. This man, according to Pro Football Focus, had 15 quarterback pressures on Saturday, which was the most in any game since Pro Football Focus started tracking college games Seven 
years ago. Wow. Maybe this game was his Heisman moment. Definitely gets him to New York. Maybe a Heisman moment comes next week when they play Iowa, who has allowed the second most sacks in the Big Ten. Um, one thing I forgot, actually, in my notes is I read that Hassan Haskins had 18 first down slash touchdowns on Saturday. 18 different times he got a first down or a touchdown. Um, this is just an observation. I'm not saying it matters as, or one is better than the other. It's just interesting to me. C.J. Stroud completed 34 passes to five different players. Yeah. Cade McNamara completed 13 different or 13 passes to just nine different players. Yeah. I was thinking like it's cool you spread the ball around, but I mean, it doesn't really matter that much. Like, why would you not throw it to those right. five guys? Right. And anybody else? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of who the, the the fifth would have been because it'd be the three, and then Trey, Deion Henderson, and then maybe Julian Fleming caught one. Yeah, I don't probably, even remember. Probably the tight end. Probably. Yeah. Uh, on to Iowa for the Big Ten Championship in the college football playoff. Open up my eager eyes. I'm Mr. Brightside, Zach. <laughs> Any thoughts to add? Um, I, I think for the first time in a long time, Michigan just want, flat out wanted the game more. And I'm not saying Ohio State didn't want to win the game or didn't want the game, but I think Michigan just had a different ambition about them. Their team was different this year. Like, what's their name? Okay. Said? Yeah, that's what he says. But, um, yeah, I just think that they wanted it more. And I think the, I mean, the defensive improvement was obviously fraudulent. And I said that they need to make changes on that side of the ball. Um, I do think, like the line, like I said, the linebackers are really young, and they bring in five-star C.J. Hicks at linebacker next year. Maybe he can make an immediate impact. To be, I don't want to ask a lot of them, but we kind of need it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I, I don't think that the defense can't improve a lot in one offseason. Like I think it, I think it's stuff that can be improved in one offseason. I think a lot of it is comes down to execution, really. Like the linebackers were playing so passive against Michigan and not filling the gaps well and they just weren't doing their jobs well. Um, and, I mean, it, and even talking about how young they are, Steel Chambers is a player that went from running back to linebacker this offseason. So he hadn't played linebacker at this level ever, like not even in practice until this year. Um, I think they were outcoached, like, for the first time too. Mm -hmm. Harbaugh outcoached the Ohio State coach. Michigan's first touchdown, they have thrown that little flare screen or whatever so many times yeah and then to do the statue of liberty handoff yeah i yeah it was a for cool, it was so a many cool so many years especially under harbaugh it seemed they seemed so hard-headed about this is what we're going to do all yeah. year that it was like they've got to be setting something up for ohio state and they weren't mm -hmm. or at least they didn't pull it out for that game and then this well, they game was the first time they run stupid stuff that yeah. tried to be unique when they like when they lined up eleven guys uh -huh. in a row. <laughs> yeah, the train. Yeah, that was so stupid. <laughs> Sorry, um, there was nothing good from the defense at all. Even that interception that they had, like it's a bad decision. It was just a bad read. The wheel route was wide open, and Cade threw it into triple coverage. Yeah. Like it wasn't even a, that good of a play by Ohio State's defense. Um, I still love the Buckeyes. Obviously, I, I think C.J. Stroud played amazing considering how, how often he was pressured and how many times he was sacked. He still threw for almost 400 yards and two touchdowns. And there was only, I, I think, there was only one interceptable ball that he threw, and I honestly thought there was pass interference on the defense on the play. Not the guy that almost intercepted it, but the safety almost intercepted it. The corner was tackling Garrett Wilson. As, you got to play better than the ref's ref. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never said that, but sure. I know. Um, <laughs> I think the miscues by Ohio State were detrimental. I think if I think if they limit the mistakes, they could easily win this game. There were so many false starts. 
they were the fumble. They had four fumbles. They didn't lose any of them, but it still sets you back. It messes up the rhythm of the drive. It sets you back on the sticks, and it's just not good all around. I think I think it's I think it's I think it's funny that Michigan played an absolutely perfect game, and Ohio State was still very much in the game in the fourth quarter. You just talked about an interception. I don't think Michigan played a perfect game. They played pretty much a perfect game. For, to their standards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Ohio State still very much had a shot to win the game in the fourth. I mean, if, if you could get a stop. But. I mean, it, after like the first drive of the second half, I don't think Ohio State ever had the ball down one score. That's true. So I don't know. Yeah. But they were down one score. I mean, I was heartened, but I took away Michigan didn't play a perfect game and still won by 15. And Ohio State had to convert so many third and long, fourth yeah. down, whatever. I don't know. I think I don't think Michigan could have played better. Is what my what my what I'm saying by their playing a perfect game. Okay. The, um. After the game, this really rubbed me the wrong way. I thought it was arrogant, ignorant that Jim Harbaugh said sometimes people are standing on third base, think they hit a triple, but they didn't. I just think. It's stupid, first of all, and it's just bulletin board material for next year. I would argue that, um, if we're using the baseball analogy, that Ryan Day has been a home run, and I'd even say a three-run homer. And the only thing holding me back from saying a grand slam is he hasn't he hasn't won a national championship yet. I think he will eventually. What, it could even for come the Bears? <laughs> He's not going to the Bears. And Jim Harbaugh, who's in his seventh season right now, mm-hmm. has only hit singles with a batting average of maybe 100. And this is the <laughs> first time he's beat his biggest rival, and it came in the sixth attempt in the seventh year, coming off a year with COVID super seniors, when this is one of the, one of the youngest Ohio State teams he's faced. Yeah, Michigan has a really young team too, but it's all right. Um, I would argue, like, so I, I admit, I think Ryan Day is a fantastic coach. Yeah. He walked into a fantastic yeah, roster. I think even if he had a fantastic roster, to com- accomplish what Jim Harbaugh had accomplished in six years or five years at the time, in his first year, and then some, is pretty impressive. He was this close to being in the national championship his first season. If if uh, Olave, or I don't remember which receiver it was, I think it was Olave, if he runs the right, the right route, it's a touchdown and Ohio State beats Clemson. Yeah. And they're in the national championship. No, I mean, I think Ryan Day is great. Yeah, he also walked into very, very good roster. Yeah, but you can you can walk into a good good roster and and just lose your rival in yeah. the second game against them. Yeah, <laughs> the second game. Give up, give up a home Ohio run State, to a guy batting one hundred. As young as Michigan is, Ohio State is littered with fle- freshmen and mm-hmm. playing in huge roles this season. A lot of them true freshmen, and this is the first time that Jim has been to the cha- Big Ten championship game in his seventh season. Maybe give him a double for that. Accomplishment, his first double of after a bunch of singles, and then if he can make the playoffs, maybe he's got a triple, maybe even a home run if he can if he makes the playoffs. Yeah. But it took him seven seasons to get this point, an accomplishment that Ryan Day did in his first season. Yeah, with a he took over a better team, but yeah, I will say I'm okay. glad that last week was the week that I said I think we're sleeping on Jim Harbaugh a little bit. We're ignoring the good that he I, has I done. I left off my notes about the recruiting. I I had some notes about um. Hoke recruited just as good, if not better, than Harbaugh. He recruited and, a lot of players that get, didn't get, play for Michigan, yeah. I get, sure, a lot of them transferred, but why wouldn't they want to play for Harbaugh? He's this NFL coach. Why was Some why of them transferred transfer? before. He didn't just recruit one year. Okay. <laughs> mm. But 
they still recruited it very well. Even if a lot of them transfer, you should still have a good team, a good solid team. People transfer from Ohio State. Jack Miller just transferred. Joe Burrow transferred. Mm-hmm. They still fared pretty well. That's a little different, I think, but yeah. Because <laughs> even if Michigan recruited some good top players, Ohio State recruited a lot of good top players. So if some of them left, it didn't matter. A lot of them were leaving because they got beat out by another five-star or whatever. Yeah. Michigan would get one five-star a year, maybe? Yeah, that's about what the average has been since Hoke. Yeah. So, you know, if you replace a five-star with a three-star from Ohio that Ohio State didn't want, <laughs> okay. Good luck <laughs> winning just because um, the guy left who was better than you. The last thing I have about the game is yeah. I just want to know what did you think of the refs? I thought they were good. I thought they were good? Yeah. The only thing uh, that I got frustrated with during the game yeah. was when the Ohio State player ripped off the helmet and Gus Johnson says, there are no flags well, on the field. Well, I mean, I think that I think the call ended up okay. I am surprised that they didn't do personal, like offsetting personal fouls on top mm-hmm. of the one. I don't, yeah, I don't know. What I what I would like to say about that is, what I if in that situation, I want to see a ref that cares more about the kids than being power hungry. I want to see the refs that want to break up the break up the fight before they throw the flag. If you're more worried about, I got to get this flag out first before I break up this fight. It's kind of lame. He didn't want to forget. He's an old man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I do also think they got that call wrong. but I don't. But I, <laughs> I do think that they were trying to let things go, and they almost let it get out of hand. Yeah. That play was like boiling over, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that could have been really bad. But I'm glad it wasn't. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a fun, chippy game. I, don't, I mean, there was a lot of no calls both ways. I they thought let, there was some bad players calls. talk. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a fun. I don't. I think the refs did a good job, even though it was two to ten. I think a lot of it was self-inflicted. A lot of them were false starts. Yeah, um, I do think uh, I would rather have a game officiated like that than when refs try to nip it in the bud right off the bat and just throw flags all over mm-hmm. the place to try to whatever. I'd rather risk yeah, a brawl and, that I'm not in. And I mean, nobody, nobody's about it. They're not really about it. They're not going to fight. Right. They're not. They're not going to fight. And if they do, the teammates are going to break it up right away. Worst case, they punch a player with a helmet on. And then, uh, then, and then their teammates down. grab them. Like, yeah. most of the teammates are going to stop that, if, especially if a punch is thrown. Yeah. Uh, Big Ten Players of the Week. This is my favorite. We can just skip this. Hassan Haskins, <laughs> here into Michigan. 28 carries, 169 yards, 6 yards per carry, 5 touchdowns. I, he did so well, I actually bought an autograph to Hassan Haskins' mini helmet. Uh He's a legend. He's up there with Bianca Batuka right yes. for 313. <laughs> I love Hassan Haskins. He could come back. He probably won't. Probably shouldn't. Come back, man. Yeah. That would be fun. I mean, uh, what? I mean, should he come back? I mean, like, no. Blake Corum. Like, not even, like. Blake Corum and get, Donovan yeah, Edwards. I was say, he might get, he might end up like Master uh, Teague if he comes back. With Donovan Edwards' one-handed catch on that swing pass out to him, they could just move him out to receiver if they need yeah, to. Seriously. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Three sacks, seven tackles. He was really defensive player of the week. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't mean, know if I agree with that. Three sacks, but... I thought it should have been Bryson Shaw with the interception. <laughs> tell me Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson couldn't have an interception. He, he, he almost did he on that. <laughs> if, uh, yeah, it should have been Bryson Shaw. He, he definitely would have won the Heisman if he tipped that oh, and picked man. it off. For six, too? Jeez Louise. Yeah, he's not going to win the Heisman. Sorry. No, I mean, probably not. I just think it would be so lame, like... There's been so many great, like, don't get me wrong, Aiden Hutchinson's great defensive player, best defensive player in the country, but I think there's been so many great defensive players that have been better, more dominant than him, that haven't won it, that I'm like, if Aiden Hutchinson wins it as a defensive player, I'm like, 
it's kind of boring. Yeah, but also like, like, the other defensive players who came before him played yeah. against better offensive I get players. I get it's a weak it's a weak year for the Heisman. Somehow Bryce Young is the Heisman front runner. It's basically CJ Stroud of Alabama just throwing it to good receivers. I mean, he, was, he couldn't exactly. he couldn't throw for fifty percent against Auburn. Yeah, six and six Auburn. And they uh, were, they're praising him after that game. They're, someone was like, "Is this his Heisman moment?" I was like, "What?" Hutchinson. There was one play. There was one play. Oh, Bryce, in the Alabama game. Yeah. No. Yeah. There was this one play. Sorry to get off You're topic. Fine. Bryce Young. There was one play he had all day to throw. All day, like literally five, six, seven seconds, and he just throws the ball straight to an Auburn <laughs> defender. And I was like, "Wow, this is your Heisman." I didn't think you give it to C.J. Stroud or Kenneth Walker. But. Well, Aiden Hutchinson currently has better odds to win the Heisman. Than either of those, I think. Really? Yeah, I know for sure it's above Walker. Yeah, might be. I, I think CJ Stroud still. Stroud might be number two. That's I think fine. So, yeah. Either way, fantastic. Pick standings. Hopefully Hutchinson has a good conference championship game. It's fun. It'd be cool if the if the only two defensive players to ever in the Heisman both went to Michigan. But uh, pick standings. I went six and two this week. I did terrible. 88 and 23 overall, 79.27%. You did a little worse than that. Two and five, <laughs> 84 and 27 overall, Nebraska, Nebraska, 75%. Nebraska screwed me, the Buckeyes screwed me, and Shiano screwed me. And then John Harbaugh screwed you by beating the Browns. Who's John Harbaugh? <laughs> Just He's the man that provided Mike McDonald to Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Who shut down C.J. Stroud as in, good as anybody in, uh, else. Jim Harbaugh provided, uh, who's the, the O.C. for the Ravens now, was the O.C. for the 49ers. Oh, Greg Harbaugh Roman. Was there. Yeah, Greg yeah. Roman. I was thinking of his name, but then I was like, oh, I don't want to get it wrong on this show. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be dumb. <laughs> uh, Big Ten takeaways. <laughs> oh, wait, so for the pick standings, you're taking me out for a, yeah, for gonna, a real nice meal. Yeah, we're going to go to Yukai. Japanese Steakhouse, Hibachi, if you didn't know. Yeah. Big Ten takeaways. Uh, you got any? No, I got no. Big I just got one. Everyone is talking about it, so I can't put it there in things nobody's talking about. But Nebraska finished one and eight in the conference <laughs> with a point differential of exactly zero <laughs> in conference play. Yeah, in conference play, that is it's, it's amazing. Like, we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about this thirty years from now. <laughs> this season that Nebraska had. Yeah, it's amazing. They're the best one and eight Big Ten conference team of all time. Three and nine. Goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, Michigan versus Iowa. Big Ten championship. The first Big Ten championship to ever take place. Saturday at 8 p.m. I'll go first because it's first. Michigan. I'll go first. All right. Um, I think they realistically should dominate Iowa. And as long as Michigan doesn't – as long as they're coming overly confident and don't do their normal prep, they don't do their normal take care of business week, it, they should – just take care of business in the game. They're the superior team. I think they'll win by 10. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State's not my only... (laughs) Michigan's making you hot now. I guess. Ohio State isn't my only emotional scar from 2016. Uh, On paper, I think Michigan should win by a lot without much problem at all. Spencer Petras is one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the country. Their offense is terrible. Spencer Petras was starting for Michigan. They ought to beat Ohio State last week. I think if I started for Ohio State, I could have thrown it up to Smith and Jigba. <laughs> Come on. Uh, the defense is really reliant on turnovers for yeah. Iowa. Michigan doesn't turn the ball over much. Well, the offense is reliant on turnovers for Iowa, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's very <laughs> fair. Uh, I got Michigan by 17. Could be way more. If it's closer, I might get a little frustrated even with yeah. the Michigan win. Um, 
I'm a big fan of Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen did say, and I agree with him, even though I, I know that this admittedly sounds a little pathetic, but at this point, it's like house money. We feel so good from this win. It's been such a, a monkey off of our backs to beat Ohio State. Yeah. Not in a fluky way that, uh, like, yeah, no, Michigan should win. I'll be really pissed if they lose. Um, it's house money at this point. Should win it. Yeah. Uh, better win it, but whatever. Things no one is talking about. Do you got any? Yeah. Um, I think Cincinnati could realistically win the national championship. Dang. I just think. You love Luke Fickle. Like, if of all the years of a Power 5 team, I think this is the best since the playoff has started. I think this is the best Power 5 team we've seen, and I think this is the worst playoff we've seen. Dang. I mean, we haven't figured out who's in it yet. But Not yet. I, mean, I think we're getting think, pretty close. I think their biggest, like, no chance they beat them is if Alabama finds their way in and beats them and plays mm. them. But I think that's the I think that's the only team that I, that can realistically make it that I think would that they wouldn't have a chance against. Yeah. Uh, all season long, we treated the segment like underrated things, some things somehow going under the radar. But I'm going to take a little different approach to this one. Things no one is talking about. Michigan State, no one cares about you but you. Viewer questions. Uh, will Zach admit that Ohio State was scared? Uh, let me answer first. No. no, he won't, but they were. No, they weren't. They weren't scared. It seems like they were scared of no. Hassan Haskins running through their face. I think it would be more of like a like giving up, but not scared. Okay. So the answer is no. No. Uh, assuming Michigan wins Saturday, what do they do at quarterback next year? They can't bench a quarterback that got them to the playoff, but they can't keep McCarthy on the bench, right? Interestingly, Zach, I literally got this question four times, all from Michigan State fans. I don't know if they're trying to – I mean, who cares? Yeah, I know. Here's what I'll say. Either they have a quarterback who just led them to the playoff or a five-star quarterback who beat out a quarterback who just led them to the playoff. I don't care. Yeah. Definition of win-win. Yeah, yeah. That's why, like, people keep talking like, "Oh, Quinn Ewers is going to transfer. Quinn Ewers is going to transfer." I'm like, "We're just going to." They got eight more quarterbacks yeah, that are five really stars on the roster. Got Kyle McCord, got CJ Stroud, got more guys coming in the future. I'm sure that are great. I mean, I said, "Who cares?" And I said, "JK, honestly, it's got to be JJ. JJ, if they want to, if they don't give him a chance, then he's going to transfer." I I don't know that he would. I, he could have a package again, and then. But try to beat him out the next year and then might transfer. Career, career, that's, that's what I meant. It's like he transferred after, after next year. After next year, yeah, yeah. I think he'll stick around through next year. But They definitely need him next year because the quarterback room is pretty thin right now. Yeah. They had a guy uh, retire from football because medical stuff. And then they got a bad guy after JJ. And we'll see. Yeah. Uh, is Wisconsin transfer Jalen Berger going to be able to fill in the gap? Kenneth Walker leaves MSU. I mean, it's pretty big shoes to fill. Kenneth Walker's probably the best college running back they've ever seen. Yeah. I, Berger had 24 carries for 88 yards. It's 3.7 yards per carry. I, no. mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm predicting no. But do I think, like, hey, he could be pretty good? Maybe. I mean, Kenneth Walker didn't even start at Wake Forest. I think Wisconsin put up gets mediocre numbers right. at Wake Forest. Yeah. I mean, and I think Wisconsin has gets better running backs than Wake Forest does. He was a four star, mm -hmm. so I mean, he could be pretty good, but I believe he as good as Kenneth Walker. No, I I would rather them. So Jalen Berger committed to Michigan State. I would rather them get Jalen Berger than that five star who's transferring from Zach, CCU. Zach Evans. Yeah, he's pretty so, tough. Sweet. He was he was a guy that Ohio State recruited hard, and then. 
his rec his recruiting was insane. He he ended up going to TC like he like his recruit recruitment went like through the summer or something like that. Mm. I think. And then he and then he committed to somebody I think, and like went on campus and everything. I might be thinking of somebody else, but yeah. it'll be something to watch. Yeah, where he goes. Uh, playoff predictions. This is, I this like I guess will be the last prediction that we make before it actually happens. Yeah. So this is our predictions of. What where we end up. Where the season will end. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll let you go first. Um, I mean, we could go, we're going to go one, one, two. Oh, two. sure. Okay. One. Yeah. One, I've got Georgia. Georgia. Two. Michigan. Yeah. Three. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Four. Ohio Notre State. Dame. Ohio State. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I got Oklahoma State. The other OSU. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's funny. In my brain, you said Oklahoma State instead of whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, I just think Oklahoma State loses to Baylor. Uh, yeah. And then Notre Dame loses to Georgia, and then oh, Michigan beats Georgia. If, I mean, I, don't, I honestly think there's a great argument for two loss Ohio State being in over Notre Dame. But. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I mean, really. I'm a little biased, but. I think Notre Dame sucks. I just think they're going to get in. Yeah. Uh, oof. Yeah. Oof. Uh, oof. We're, there's not much to talk about with basketball. Uh, we're just doing this real quick. So basketball yeah. predictions for the next couple of games. Michigan has obviously struggled. I'm not just dodging that. I am worried. I'm like yeah. on the ledge to jump into panic, but I'm not jumping off of the ledge quite yet. Ohio State. Ohio State. Ohio State struggled too. Yeah. They got uh, two losses. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State on November 30th is at home against Duke, number, and then at Penn State December 5th. Number one Duke. Number one Duke who just beat Gonzaga. Yeah. Just uh, beat Gonzaga. I think that's a factor. Yeah, what uh, what are your predictions for those two games? Uh, Ohio State's had a brutal schedule so far. I mean, they played numerous teams that are rough. either that are, numerous teams that are either ranked or receiving votes in a row. In but the last time Ohio State lost to Michigan, it's been a long time mm -hmm. in football. They beat a top five Duke the following Tuesday at home, and I think they get it done again as Duke is coming off beating the preseason number one Gonzaga. I think they get it done. History it's repeats itself. Surprising itself. upset, yeah. I think the backcourt really gets it together as they go 2-0 this week, and Jamari Wheeler beats his former team at Penn State. Let's go. Uh, I will say that or Ohio State lose to Duke by 35. Yeah, I, I got Duke by 35, and then <laughs> Ohio State over Penn State. Uh, Michigan at North Carolina on December 1st, the day after Duke dismembers Ohio State, and then <laughs> at home against San Diego State December 4th. Uh, I'm nervous, but I'm doubling down like I did for the football team. I'm going to say 2-0. and Yeah, I, I think they'll go 2-0 and this week. I hope so. I will say, okay, so uh, how do you pronounce his name? Uh, Paleo Bancaro or something? Oh, yeah, Paolo Bancaro. Paolo Bancaro, yeah. yeah. He, watching him in the first half of Gonzaga, I was like, holy crap. Ohio State is in big trouble. Who the heck is going to guard him? But then he scored like one point in the second half. Hmm. I was like, who cares? We got this guy. Yeah, yeah, lock him up. Put Kyle Young on him. Oh my just shut him down. I, I, <laughs> I would love to see Kyle Young guard him. That would be good. Uh, tweets of the week. Yeah. Because I got a few. You could do two and I'll go and then you do one. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, uh, you got three, right? Yeah. Uh, from Ant Wright, what if we went out, huh? God bless you, Cade McNamara. Don't you hate Ant Wright? I, I, I have a love-hate relationship I'm sure relationship a lot of people tweeted that. You could have found, found somebody else. He's that. the first one I saw that did it. Yeah. Uh, what if we went out, huh? I gotta yeah. get that tattoo. I just think I just think it's funny, like that quote's from last season and they've lost a few games since then, like New season, same quarterback. But 
but the quotes. That doesn't Wait, matter. What? From the state police in Detroit, the official <laughs> account, uh, those leaving Ann Arbor, please drive safe and celebrate safely. If you happen to be heading to the state down south, you can really take your time. Your season is over. I was saying to my mom after the game, I was like, it's so weird to me because it's been so many years in a row that they've been in the Big Ten Championship at least that, like, Ohio State has one more game. Like, I honestly was going into this game expecting three more games. Like, I really thought that they had national championship aspirations and then just flushed on the toilet. You know, if you're so against Aiden Hutchinson winning it, you know who has as many touchdowns as Kenneth Walker but way fewer carries? Who? Hassan Haskins. Who's that? <laughs> the guy who just ran through your face yeah. over and over yeah, and I over and over. Blocked that name over and over. And over. I don't know uh, that. What's your tweet of the week? My tweet of the week is from uh, good old Chase Winovich. He tweeted, revenge tour, dot, 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 complete, and then the three M emojis. Is he I wrong? Just, just, I mean, <laughs> yes, he's wrong. Chase, I, that's ridiculous. If you don't know, I'm, it was just, you. I just, I bur- as soon as I saw it, I bursted out laughing, like, Wow, like, it, like I was still, like, this was shortly after the game. I was still, like, feeling pretty depressed, and that just changed my mood, and my mood's been fine since. Thank you, Chase Winovich, for <laughs> getting me out of that depression hole. But it's just hilarious. It took him three years, and he didn't even, wasn't even on the team. 2018 was when the revenge tour was, and yeah. Ohio State put up 62 on, Ohio State, on, on so, Michigan. 2018, I went to a Michigan basketball game with some of our friends yeah. right the day before the game. The Revenge Tour shirts were on sale. Man, Chase Winovich would have made a killing on those. Whatever, NIL didn't exist yet. Yeah. Uh, and my fr- our friend Isaiah went to buy the shirt, and I said, dude, what if they lose? And he bought the shirt, and Michigan lost. Isaiah, you're forgiven, officially. Officially forgiven, Isaiah. Yep. Uh, my well, last one. Revenge Tour shirt. Yeah. I, ooh. I'll search eBay. But the thing is, like, you didn't do it in one year either, still, because you lost Michigan no, I'm, State. No, it's a stupid it's comment. It's so stupid. Uh, I mean, that game doesn't matter now. How does it feel to be gifted a game against your biggest rival, only for it to not matter because they beat their biggest rival and are probably going to the playoff? That's good. That was the My, tweet? Yeah. No, from, uh, from Alejandro, <laughs> our friend, uh, singing Mr. Brightside from the Michigan Stadium field after beating Ohio State. This is the only song I've listened to since Saturday, and it's been on repeat. Just to give the killers some more money, when I go to sleep, I put it on repeat. Turn the phone down low, put it, away, put it on the other side of the room. Just to thank the killers. You could put it at zero and just let it play. You'd, just like they, you'd have to have some sound for them to get money. Oh, really? Yep. They know how? They yeah. Know that? Weird. Technology. That's all we have for today. We'll see yeah. you next week uh, talking about how Michigan beat Iowa by 42. Talking about Hopefully. how Ohio State beat Duke. Sure. What's basketball? I don't care. We're going to be talking about how Ohio State made the playoffs. We, we will be talking way more basketball from now on, probably. Yeah. Uh, but with that, go buy your eggnog, drink it all up, uh, or do what I did on Saturday. Go buy a package of Buckeyes, you know, chocolate-covered peanut butter. Eat them up, crap them out. As always, <laughs> go blue. Go Buckeyes. Go Buckeyes.